0: everyone welcome to the lost in life podcast this is Geshev and I'm here with Dina Mystery, also known as the playful Indian on Instagram and thank you so much for joining us first of all
1: no thank you for inviting me
0: and um, I was just about to say to you just as we got started there yeah the first time I I found your stuff I was at the South Bank Center and I saw one of your coasters um, and it said (laughs) You're the samosa to my chutney, so yeah. Um, <laughs> to, to give everyone who's listening a a brief introduction uh, as to who you are, and um, I guess you know, like why that why should they listen to you? Why should they care? Um, so Dina runs an amazing Instagram, which if you're not following already is uh at the Playful Indian, she's also on uh all the other platforms, I think. Um, so definitely go and find her stuff, and she creates uh. I want to do justice to this. So like really cool, um, funny, inspirational uh, greeting cards and gifts with a South Asian flavor. Am I, am I on the money with that introduction? Yeah, I'm just saying that. I'm like, they're a
1: bit silly like me. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, um, I guess like one of the things that stands out for me about um, what you do and why I wanted to have you um, on the podcast and speak to you was you're not only running your own business um, but you're doing it in a way that's very fun very cool it always like every post everything you share it, it never comes across as like salesy it's always with that spirit of playfulness and fun and um, I know actually you weren't always called the playful Indian were you?
1: No it used to be wild clove Um
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, it's kind of cringe now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but but that yeah, it's I mean, one like, of those
1: things that what's Asian and what goes together and it wasn't really me.
0: Yeah, yeah. So so I I wanna come back to that later on in our conversation today. But um for everyone listening, definitely go and follow her stuff because not only is she sharing um something that is unique and different but also, you know, you have inspirational content on there and cool quotes and things like that. And I think you're, you're almost like a soft social enterprise in the sense that you're, you're empowering people, you're putting something, uh, a message out there and it and it clearly stands for something. And um, one of the things that I want to help people do that are listening is to find their own path um, based on their own intuitions and ideas. And I think Um, in order to be remarkable especially in a creative space you you kind of need to like shut off you need to know what's going on and see what works but also like come from your own place of creativity um so I, I guess that's where I wanted to start is like how how have you gone about um developing your brand quote unquote um and and what's your kind of approach to making it really distinct because I'm really interested in this conversation about how do we become remarkable? And I think a lot of that is like, like, don't be a copycat basically. And, and do your own thing in it. But yeah. Um, t- tell us about that journey and and tell us uh, like how, how you go about approaching this and, and the spirit that it comes from.
1: Well, I started through Prince's Trust. So they helped me set up. It was. Um...
0: And for, for anyone who doesn't know who they are. Um, If you could also explain what the Princess Trust is.
1: They help young people set up their own businesses. Um, They do a whole lot of like work experience stuff as well, provide courses um, like social media seminars and workshops and things. Um, So everything uh, to help you set up um, funding um, and having a mentor, which I think is super important. Um, So they do all that. And then I just approached them because I lost my job. And I was like, what do I do? And I've always wanted to do more illustration. I was working in graphic design at the time, but I wanted to work on more illustration stuff. And I've always had an interest in keeping kind of the culture alive. It's who I am, you know, it's who my parents are. It's part of me. So it's just like combining it in a fun way and in a modern way. And there was nothing around that was, know greeting cards like Diwali cards and things they're all quite to me old fashioned and I just wanted to kind of involve the younger community and say you know this is this is us we can be fun we can be modern so yeah that was my idea so I approached Prince's Trust and they helped me set up and as we spoke about before it was initially set up as Wild Clove (laughs) But a lot of my followers still remember me as the wild clove, which I don't know why. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's that's basically how I started, um, just through Princess Trust and doing markets through them. Um and this was based in Leicester at the time. Um so yeah, the the idea was there, but it was just it was a lot of things I was doing. I was trying out lots of different things it wasn't just the Asian cards and gifts. Yeah. It was knitting and making clay products and I don't know. It was just loads of stuff. Like what can I do next? And
0: it's <laughs> really interesting because I guess two questions that um, come up for me. And I'll, the first one is, um, and I had this written down beforehand because the title of this podcast is the lost in life podcast, because I, um, Lots of us feel like a lack of clarity. We feel lost, confused, stuck for whatever reason at different points in our lives. Whether it's um, we're not in the right job, we're not in the right relationship, we're getting over a breakup, um, or we're just not sure what to do after university, or even like being a forty-four-year-old uh, with kids. You still feel, might feel um, what am I doing in my life? So that that moment where you lost your job. Um, I'd love to hear a bit more about that and what that that moment was like for you. And um, the question I had written down here is, is it normal to feel lost?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think everybody will feel lost at some point. You know, it's it's part of life. And I think it's one of those things that takes you in either a learning direction, kind of you've got to go through some possibly bad stuff or hard stuff to learn something um I don't know it's hard to explain like feeling lost is it can mean different things like being lonely or not knowing where you want to go in life in terms of your job you know like you said for Mm. different ages it depends what age you are and what situation you are in at the time
0: and and what was the thing that um because I think like clarity is such a powerful thing and I think that definitely comes across with the stuff you're doing. You said, yeah, the beginning I was trying to do too many different things. Um, what helped you to narrow it down and to really focus on, on one thing and and going in the direction you're in now?
1: Having a mentor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Tell us more about that.
1: Um, so basically the mentor that they provide is somebody who's um, already runs a business through Prince's Trust. So they, they already run a business and they just kind of come in. You meet up once a month to kind of go through your business, what your ideas are. And they don't necessarily tell you what to do. It would be advising you and telling you how are you going to do that? Why are you going to do that? How is it going to help your business? Those kind of questions. Mm, mm. and the moment for me is when I sat down with him and I said you know what this is what I'm going to do <laughs> which was my plan in the first place anyway <laughs> but I think I needed an area to focus on I was doing cards for different people different ages it was like I was doing the Asian cards and then I was doing the cards for like Christmas and things like that and to me it didn't go even though you like You could have Asian Christmas cards. It's you know people do that, but for me, it it didn't feel right. I don't know if that makes
0: sense. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I think um, I know. I've done this in the past where um, I might have taken a step because I know that's what I think is gonna get me a step forward or like is gonna work, but it's not necessarily what feels right. Um, and you know, even, uh, this year discussing like my own strategy for social media, I was saying to my mentor, like, I just feel really overwhelmed doing Instagram, Facebook, social, like all the social platforms, making videos for each one, doing quotes on Instagram, doing emails, like it's too much. Um, can't like, and I almost got to the point where I was like, can I not just make like my YouTube videos? Cause that's what I've done. And that's what's worked for me. Right. Um, and he was like, yeah, just focus on one thing. Um, and and I think, why do you think it is that so many people are, like, I think we definitely have this like fear of missing out um, in, in our culture. Like there's so many, like social media is a good example. If you're running a business, um, Instagram is great. You can get a lot of growth there. Facebook is great. You can get a lot of growth there. You got things like Musical.ly coming out now and other new platforms. Sorry, TikTok. Um, how... how what what's your advice to people who um, are where you were in terms of narrowing things down and, and knowing like how to really trust that? Because I think it's at some level it's also like a quite a courageous thing to do.
1: I think it's a gut feeling. For me, it was a gut feeling. Like,
0: like, can you remember the to... moment where you thought, "Yeah, like, I just need to focus on samosas forever"? And, like, <laughs> You
1: know. <laughs> i wish i could do that <laughs> just the most, everything's the most i could probably do that you know let's make us the most the page <laughs> yeah
0: yeah
1: <laughs> but no it was sat down with my mentor and just going through kind of sales and markets that i'd done already and even though i'd sold you know quite a few of the other bit i didn't feel it in you know my insides was just like no (laughs) (laughs)
0: um
1: it's it's hard to explain that moment when when you Mm -hmm. think you know what this is a direction I have to go in but it's something I think because it was important to me as well in terms of I wanted to make a difference and I wanted people to kind of enjoy modern Asian cards and and have the opportunity to like you know, still keeping with culture and who you are. I think that's, that's important.
0: You mentioned culture a couple of times. Um, what's so important about it and, and why, like, why does it mean so much for you?
1: I think because, okay, when, when I was younger, in my younger days, it's one of those things where I didn't feel like I quite fit in anywhere. um, like obviously you have your crowd you have your asian crowd you have your you know your your white crowd and your your different races and whatever um you have your bad crowd your good crowd and whatever um and it was just one of those things that i didn't feel like i wasn't a bad person i wasn't a good person (laughs) and it was i didn't want to hang around with just asian people because i wanted to learn about what other cultures were doing and say say like the when I went to uni I hung around with a lot of Chinese people and or Greek people and it's I think it's just nice to be surrounded by different kinds of people to learn to better yourself Mm. but Mm. I wanted them to learn about me and who I was and I think the only way you can't do that when you're just surrounded by the same kind of people I think you need to learn and then share
0: Yeah. So so where 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 does the that um that desire to to bring culture into your business and into the cards like where does that come from what what are you hoping to achieve? Uh, Just put
1: smiles on people's faces.
0: I love it, it. (laughs) and I think that's a really good lesson as well. Like it doesn't have to be mad complicated.
1: No, no, I think it can be fun. I hope I'm 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 doing something good and helping people. Um, like when people are feeling down, I hope, you know, they see one of my, my pictures or posts on on my page and, and just makes them smile. It's just that little, little thing that, you know, everything's okay.
0: And I, I like when you took that step from, uh, you know, the wild, clove. sorry, is it the wild, clo- wild. Yeah, wild <laughs> clove days? Um, and I, I hate it when I end up with one of those in, in my shack Rotly. Because <laughs> <Exactly, laughs> it's like always exactly. end up with that or the the <laughs> Like it's always me that I ends exactly. up getting it. Um But but when you when you made that switch and I, I assume you're quite early on, um, you started this business, you're kind of tentatively figuring stuff out. Um what what was the response like and and what were the things that told you, yeah, this is the direction I need to go in and, and this is what I want to double down, other than that feeling of this this is what feels right. Or is that predominantly it?
1: It was, it was the focus on what I wanted to do was a gut feeling. And then it was more so sitting down and figuring out what I wanted my brand to represent. And that's where I thought I wanted it to represent me, my love of food, you know, positivity and just being playful and fun. And, bit quirky and silly and
0: it's okay i I think you know like that that's why i i really like the stuff that you do um i'm definitely gonna go buy like a bunch of your cards Uh, everyone who's listening as well like um where can they where can they find your your stuff by the way
1: they can find me uh, on the so that has Quite a big range, actually, um, of all my stuff. And uh, um, there's new stuff coming as well, uh, which I'm going to work on tomorrow. Um, I have an Etsy shop as well for most of yes, the people in. So you
0: have got like four hundred and eight. <laughs> that is a lot of you're putting in the graph.
1: I am um, Etsy shop society six uh, society six shop as well, which. Um, doesn't have a load of things on there, but it's better for hoodies and t-shirts, you know, homewares, things like that.
0: Um, yeah. So definitely go check out and buy everything in her shop. Hopefully, we can um, <laughs> make us like an extra six figures overnight. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I was saying, um, th- that that really comes across that playfulness, and I think when I when I I am really careful with Instagram these days because um like I've uninstalled it for my phone. I only use it um very like purposefully because y- you know, you can very easily find yourself um scrolling away and then that you've lost it. like half an hour and you're like, Whose page am I even looking at right now? <laughs> like who the Um and and yeah, one of the things I remember um, you posting about was like copyright and um, people sharing stuff. Um, so I'd love to hear like what happened. I'd love you to share some of those things, um, but also some of the lessons that you'd like to share with people about um, like sharing posts on Instagram and, and what's worked for you and some of those things where you've had people um, sharing without permission as well.
1: Okay, now... <laughs> I don't have an issue with people sharing. Mm. I'd love for them to share my stuff. And, you know, if it makes somebody smile, share share it. You know, that, that's fine. I don't have a problem. But just please credit the artists, the, anybody whose work you're sharing. It's, it's quite disheartening. And I felt quite down about it last couple of days because I found out there's quite a few other people that are either selling stuff that I've created um it's not a nice feeling yeah. it, you know especially i'm working a full-time job as well and then i'm doing packing all my orders in the evening um, so so
0: let me get this straight you're working like nine to five and then five yeah, to nine. <laughs> I
1: work full-time as well <laughs>
0: yeah
1: and um, what
0: are you doing your full-time job
1: a graphic designer okay. and it's packaging for a car accessories company okay So, yeah, it's still kind of the same line of work, but it's more structured. I'd say graphic design is more structured, whereas illustration, I get to do my own little thing. Mm. Um, But yeah, uh, about the copyright, copyright and things, it's just, it's really disheartening when people sell your work that you've created or change it and put their website on it. And then, you know, think it's okay to buy a load of cards and replicate it and you know blow them up put their website on it and yeah it's just not nice it's when you're not even getting credited for it and I'm not earning loads I work hard for what I do um, it's you know people people think there's a team behind the playful Indian, but you know what it's just me <laughs> yeah.
0: it's like me and Ba yeah. in the corner
1: <laughs> <laughs> me and my cats
0: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: <laughs> yeah so it's just it's just not nice and it it really gets you down
0: mm. and um, and I think um you know entrepreneurship is quite a, a roller coaster ride to say the least, especially when you're doing it on your own from home or whatever um what do you find like what are some of the things that help you when you do have those down days um that can help you to keep moving forward because you're you're clearly Persistent. you've been doing this since like 2013 and beyond so
1: um <laughs> makes me feel old that <laughs> yeah. um do you know what? it's just one of those things that you have to carry on to me it's like i can do better people who copy will only get so far and that's what i've always got in the back of my mind they'll never be able to create things that are the same so it's about being one step ahead and, and creating new things, different things.
0: And and what's your advice to people, um, artists on Instagram that are posting like original content? I mean, I've, I know what you're talking about. I, I re, YouTube recently released a feature where, um, they actually scan for your videos on, uh, and this reminds me, I need to check it again, but they scan for your videos on other channels. And I found out like, 20 or 30 of my videos had just been literally downloaded (laughs) butchered (laughs) and re-uploaded elsewhere and like people hadn't even taken like the little graphics off and stuff like that um and it is a terrible feeling because i can remember oh yeah i stayed up like all night to edit that video or i i stayed outside in the cold for two hours to record that one and then the battery stopped working and there's all these little behind the scenes moments that That people don't know about and that's partly why i wanted to create this podcast for my youtube audience so that they can get to know like the good bad and ugly of the whole journey and really get to know like what it's like doing stuff like this but also that it's normal to have days where you feel lost so it's normal to feel stressed and all these things but these are ways that different people like yourself are managing it um but yeah to come back to instagram because I I love your Instagram and I think you're doing Instagram like perfectly. Um what what are your top tips, your top two tips in fact? Um for people who want to do their thing on Instagram. Um as as an artist myself, like I hate in my niche when um you know like people just copy the good quote and like put their name on it. And they got like ten followers and like you, you're not allowed to quote yourself. If you've got five people following you.
1: Come on now, I think I could come out with some good one
0: line that I could quote. Yeah, you, you could, but you, you, you have like five thousand people who are interested, you know. Um, but I, like, what, what, what do you think um, creates a good visual post on Instagram? Um, and what have been the top two things that have helped you to grow? your profile um, on that platform specifically?
1: Uh, I'd say number one is make it you. So mine is, you could, as you could probably see, it's quite colourful and, and bright. And yeah, so that's that's one of my things. I like to keep it that way. So, and that's part of my brand. It's part of me, be, me being me um, and not... I don't know, when, when I come across feed that's bright and colorful, I wanna see what else they have to offer. Yeah. Um and I do try not to make it you know salesy although sometimes I feel like that's all I post is like products. <laughs> but sometimes I have a story behind them.
0: <laughs> no, I mean from my experience it never comes across as salesy and, and actually <laughs> uh, if you're if you're listening like give us some feedback go take a look at um the playful Indian on Instagram you know, share your favorite post and tell us, like, what do you think of the feed? What let's get some feedback as well. Definitely. But I, I really love your your stuff. Thank so you. yeah, the first one you said was, was make it you. Like, so in your case, you've got bright colors, you've got um, little stories in the captions, things like that to kind of make that come across.
1: Yeah. Um, second one is plan. <laughs> <Okay>. Plan ahead. <laughs> I mean, I'll try and do the the odd you know ad hoc post if I've not you know it's one of them things that because I work full-time as well and having to kind of juggle everything it made it easier to just plan what my posts were what I wanted to focus on that week you know if there's occasions and things like that you know, promote those
0: and so yeah uh- Panel. when you're when you're doing your planning what kind of things like are you do you schedule your posts if so you're using like a a software for that yeah. or is it just on this day I want to post this art that I've made or is it how does it work
1: no well Mondays kind of are my kind of motivational posts to get the week started I know I don't mind Mondays I quite like Mondays because Really busy at work, so my day goes super quick. Um so I tend to post in the morning and then one one in the afternoon every afternoon. Um there's no set kind of plan of what I'm going to post. It depends if there's like occasions coming or something's going on that week that I'm doing, such as if I'm doing an event somewhere, um or if there's one of those national days, you know, we love those.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, saw, I saw the circle of life pizza post today. Like I <laughs> love that. Pizza. that, was, I that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it just, it just depends. Um, and I did used to do stories, which I want to start doing more of. Um, and I think people used to, I say people used to enjoy them. I hope they did.
0: I'm gonna sound like a super fanboy because I am but I, I've like anything you post on like automatic like if it's a story <laughs> I'm like yeah let's see what's going on there um but I think actually that probably speaks about the power of um like your story I, I felt like I kind of knew a bit of you before I spoke to you even today um and that yeah. shows that authenticity is really coming across
1: well was when I wasn't working full-time I, d- I used to do quite a few stories they were probably just stupid really but i think it it helps to know the person behind the brand as well um so yeah i want to start doing more of those they'll probably be like i'm tired
0: <laughs> well maybe we can see that we can see that um, <laughs> what 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 um who do you love to follow as well Is the other question i wanted to ask you like i've seen quite a few cool um accounts that i follow following you but yeah, who are the people that you like following and the accounts that you I don't want
1: to show? There's loads of people that I follow that that I don't know. They're just different. There's a lot of Asian artists like we met, we talked about Helena tattoos earlier. Yeah,
0: she's coming on the podcast soon.
1: So, yeah, she's like I just want to be her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. So if everyone who's listening, uh Helena's uh tattoo artist from from Leicester um and She's breaking all kinds of stereotypes and just posting like all kinds of cool artwork and and tattoos and stuff. And I I actually was talking to her about stories as well and saying because um, I remember she did like a little rant about cultural appropriation and and when it's okay to um, use the tattoos that she's designed um, if you're not from like how does this all the how do all these things work? Because I think the other thing is like we're we're living in this time where and I feel it too, you you kind of feel a little bit afraid sometimes maybe to ask a question in case you say the wrong thing or you come across in the wrong way and you might have the right intention. But, um, you know, if, if you're not, uh, I think empathetic probably is the right one. Yeah. Who knows? Um, and yeah, she did a whole thing about going through that and that was really educational, but, um, yeah, I just love, I love seeing stuff like that on Instagram where it's, um, really original cool stuff about like tattoos or greeting cards, but then there's like a, a message behind it or something else know. intertwined. Um, Cause we can learn so much from these platforms, you know, like there's so much attention there. Um, I'm just actually looking at the people I follow that follow you. Uh, like <laughs> the, the, the sorry, not sorry project, the other box, Brown Girl magazine, burnt roti, pink Ladu.
1: Um, I think are amazing. I think what they are doing is just, you know, just I can't describe in words, but some of their posts, it's just really got me and it's I can't understand in my head how some people can still think of having a, a boy is better than a girl and you know, all that. And it just it just makes me want to cry sometimes reading some of their stories and it's heartbreaking.
0: So so, for those of you who are listening, um, we're talking about Bing uh, Ladu on Instagram. Uh, they share inspiring South I'm their bio inspiring South Asians to dismantle patriarchy by ditching sexist customs and celebrating girls' births so um, yeah definitely go check that out, educate yourselves, find out more about um, what they're doing as well so um, that's that's awesome to hear and then the yeah, the other thing that I wanted to ask you about. Um, and I know you have your own notes, so if there's stuff you want to bring into the conversation, <laughs> just, just dash it in, in I here. I
1: think my notes have gone out the window now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so you mentioned um, you got this full-time job, and then you're doing this in evenings and weekends. Um, yeah. How how the Lundu do you balance things and stay consistent and productive like do you have days where you're not motivated to make art
1: yeah,
0: um, definitely how, how do you That's
1: how do you like last week and the week before
0: <laughs> so yeah how do you balance having a full-time job and, and then running this stuff and what's helped you to stay consistent
1: uh, i wouldn't really say i was consistent <laughs> this is what this deceiving thing about social media is <laughs> that but I think that's why I want to do more behind the scenes is because even though I do have to come home and pack orders because that's that's my customers and I like to, you know, make them happy. They're like, you know, if I can send an order out early, I will do that. Um, and that's the best thing about small businesses is they will take that extra care and attention um, to pack orders and, and deal with requests and things like that. But... It's not really being consistent. It's just when I feel like working, I will work. But there's always little things going on. Like I have my, this is my notebook. Um, I have, uh, I also have loads of post-it notes that when I get an idea, it will just get jotted down. And then I'll probably at some point, usually the weekend is when I try and do most of my illustrating. Um, but even though I might not be physically working on things, in the back of my mind, there'll always be, I need to do this and I need to do that and there'll, there'll be a list going on <laughs> of mm-hmm. things that I need to do or maybe ideas or people I need to contact. But uh, yeah, I, I, think, I think it's hard to kind of constantly work physically and, and be drawing and, you know, planning and updating websites, social media, things like that.
0: Do, do, do you, you know, with your like creative ideas, um, what do you find works best for you? Like come in terms of coming up with ideas and things to illustrate.
1: I don't know. Because I just, I, food. Like, I just uh, love food. <laughs> <laughs> I just go and eat something. I'd be like, oh yeah, I could do so,
0: this. So actually, let's let's take a look at one of your posts. Maybe that that will help. So, um, your, today's post, the circle of life, picture of a pizza. Like, how how would how would the the process work for that? So you decided, okay, on the ninth of February is National Pizza Day, um. And then from there, what happens? Like, how, how do you normally tend to work? Or is it quite random? Uh,
1: sometimes it's random. This one was a random one because it's Friday night is usually pizza night. So it messed with my schedule. <laughs> um, yeah, this one was just a kind of quick, let me do something different on the grid. Rather than seeing the same kind of some samosa stuff or, you know, whatever. It's nice to kind of join in with, with the crowd, if you can say. Yeah. Um, and do something that will bring more people together. And I th- think food is always one thing that, that does bring people together.
0: Oh man, totally, totally, <laughs> especially like samosas. Um, I, that that infamous um, illustration, the chutney and samosa one, how did that come about?
1: You know what? That was my very first illustration wow. when I started the business. So that one and that's the one that always gets stolen. And that's why I think it's it's always emotional for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um So is there is there nothing that you can do about that? Or is is there something in hindsight is, you wish you'd done? No,
1: there is. All the designs are copyrighted, so people shouldn't be just reusing be them um as and when without crediting. Um but yeah, there's there's stuff going on and I've had meetings. <laughs> um but yeah what what
0: advice do you have to artists that are sharing um stuff especially visual illustrations in order to protect their work
1: i'd say if you can reach out to them and a lot of the time they will either not know where it's come from because somebody's cropped out your um watermark or you know where your name is and things like that and i don't always like putting you know a logo on there because it's not i don't think it's nice visually
0: Mm.
1: but now I have to do it and I don't like it (laughs) you know right across the middle of of a picture or something um but I'd say just try and reach out to the person um you know just I usually just leave a message hi this is my illustration you're using would you mind crediting and tagging me in the picture um and they usually do it's not not an issue sometimes I'll just report it to Instagram uh and then and does the much time, happen yes the, the the post will just get t- taken down okay. um which i don't know whether the the person gets a notification or not um but most of the time people will just credit you
0: so it's, it's just a case of communication reaching out um i mean same, same thing for me on on youtube uh when i've had people like i've had big channels like much big i think that's the thing that riles me is like copy like take a chunk out and then put it in theirs and then they're they're getting all the hits and it's like oh man um and it's very difficult it's hard enough as you know competing with people who have huge budgets for ads and yeah teams and you're just one person um but i've usually found if i email them um they'll put it down uh youtube is a bit different in that they you can you can report it and they'll get a notification to remove it without them getting a strike on their account um so that that works really really well and um coming back to like the life of a a creative person like selling stuff um what are some of the things that you wish you'd known when you started
1: I don't know there's a lot but I think a business is always going to be a working process and I think you you have to make your own mistakes to learn so I wish somebody had advised me like in the beginning when I used to order cards for example I ordered them in bulks of 500 because this that was the company's minimum order so I was stuck with A ton of cards when I (laughs) rebranded um so yeah I wish somebody just little things like you know why don't you try this in smaller quantities and see how it works but I think it's just I don't know it's just one of those things I think you have to learn as you go along what works for you and what's best for your business And make your mistakes. There's nothing wrong with making mistakes. Mm. But just just, make sure you learn.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like I I totally agree with you. One of the things I've been thinking about this week is if you want to increase your rate of success, like double your rate of failure. Because really, all, all failure is like, let's say you make an Instagram illustration and it's something way different, like you use a new color or a new font or something, and it gets lower than usual engagement that that might seem like a failure compared to what you normally do but it's that's that's where you get to learn the most if you're yeah. doing the same stuff over and over again you're not really getting any new information if i create a new style of content a new video you know i try and speak in a different way i use different music or new different length i'm finding out more about what is really going to resonate with people what i like what i mm-hmm. enjoy what works for me you know um one of the things i um i can't remember where i I was listening i think i was talking to Raphael about this um and i was asking him the same thing you know like what how do you make some of your decisions about what you do and what you don't do and you're saying yeah it's simple i just ask myself like does it spark joy and if it does i do it and if it's heavy i just let it go um and we, we spoke about that a lot a lot in the last episode um that yeah, like failure is such a key part. Um, one of my favorite quotes is fail early, fail fast and fail often. Like, because that way you're you're learning exponentially. And I think um, one of the things that we do when we do workshops for Revolution Hive in schools is try and explain to young people that, um, yeah, you know, you're getting graded and, and that can suck sometimes if you don't get the result you want. But just remember that Every, every, one, every time that you're um, not getting it right, that's just another method that you've worked out doesn't work. So now you have less failures to go through. Like you're, don't see it as success or failure. See failure as the way to success rather than you're trying to avoid failure and only get um, success in, in things that you're doing. Um, and
1: I think, I think it's not always, I think it's learning process as well. Throughout that, because if you don't fail, you're not going to learn. You're not going to learn what works, what doesn't work.
0: And I, I don't know about you, but I, I definitely think that um, in our in our culture, in our community, uh, those of us who come from South Asian backgrounds, um, and outside that too, probably, but we definitely have this thing of, you know, taking the safe option. Like it's 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 crazy to take a risk. And uh, <laughs> I have a lot of friends who. Um, you know, like they're in their thirties now and, and they've had ideas for businesses or they've they've admired what I do for a long time. But I've known that, like, I know you have something you want to do as well. So like, go for it, man, because you don't just have to be a lawyer. You don't just have to be um, a solicitor. You don't just have to follow a traditional path. Like go and make your own. and And that requires a lot of courage.
1: It does. And I think my parents see that with me. Um, because they always wanted me to do something like be a nurse or, um, do something in IT, but I was never good at those things. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think now the more they see my business grow, the more, the more they want to be involved and, you know, my dad gets really angry when he sees people, you know, copying my work. And if I tell him something, so I like, have to not tell him anymore.
0: <laughs> he <gets> so angry. <laughs> That's so sweet
1: but they're, they're actually quite interested in what I do um, so yeah it's nice but then there's there's boundaries where you can go because obviously I do the Asian wedding cards but because my mum and dad help me pack cards sometimes and um, I had some you know, I do the gay and mixed marriage wedding cards and um, my dad was like oh what's this? <laughs> dad it's for gay weddings oh, yeah. <laughs> And it's just obviously we have to look at diversity and things, you know. It it happens, nothing wrong with it. But I think he was a bit like taken aback. He didn't expect me to do that that kind of work. Um. So yeah, it was it was just one of those moments that me and my dad had. Like, it's okay. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. And and have you (laughs) found like your? Um. Were they quite supportive, sceptical, curious in the beginning, or has that changed over time?
1: Um. About the wedding cards, or just, just generally, generally about what you're doing
0: because it's, it's no, you're,
1: not,
0: you're not going into hospital as, well as a nurse, are you?
1: No, no. Well, I probably could do that. Um, I'd probably cheer everybody up.
0: I mean, yeah, well, you know, i still asking <laughs> me if I lie. want to become a maths teacher, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I didn't study maths at A level, so no.
1: Well, see, I wanted to be a teacher because I just wanted everybody to put their hand up like little kids and say Miss Mystery. <laughs> <laughs> but no um I did um youth work at uh, uni as well as part of um my degree and I really enjoyed it but I think it's just one of those things where I'd get too attached to the kids and I'd be like don't go home (laughs) I'd get too emotionally attached it's not a good
0: thing (laughs) so so yeah Um, going back to our our question before I digressed um yeah has has, has it always been that supportive has that changed over time
1: yeah, they, they see how well I'm doing now, Um, even though it's not not bringing me lots of money to kind of live off and, and stuff. it's They see that I'm happy doing what I'm doing. Um, I don't think they quite fully understand what goes into a business, like all the behind the scenes. Because uh, my mum will always say to me, "Um, do what you're doing and then come home. But I don't think she realises sometimes that there's always something to be done when you have a business there's always you know something you can update or something that that you know that's can be
0: done do you find it difficult to switch off because i know i, I definitely yeah. do yes <laughs> um which is an important thing like even in terms of creativity sometimes you know i have a long drive to do and i'm like oh man i really could have done this work actually that i have the long drive and i have i come out of it with like 10 ideas and I'm like, I need to do this more often. Just go for a long walk or um, do nothing for a bit and, and allow those ideas to come to the forefront.
1: Yeah, I think sometimes just not working can give you ideas. Um, doing something different, you know, like you said, going for a walk, watching a film, just, just doing something that's not, not working can kind of spark new ideas and new, new thoughts of, you know, new ways of doing things or, you know.
0: Absolutely. Um, I think, you know, we, we like hustle is everyone's favorite word right now, but I think um t- taking that time out just to pause and make sure that we're being mindful in what we do. Even if you love what you do, you can, you can have days where like you, like we are talking about you, you feel lazy or you kind of feel a bit, lost or confused um so one one of the things that um i also wanted to ask you is like where where do you see yourself going next where what are some of the main challenges you face now um and what what are some of your goals going forward
1: shall i be honest (laughs) absolutely i don't have a plan (laughs) um no i don't really have a plan but there's there's things that i'd like to achieve I should really set proper goals for myself, but I tend to kind of have scribbles and, and notes of where I want to be, um, whether it be introducing new products. Um, but in terms of where I'd like the business to be, this year I want to concentrate on doing more events. Mm. So because I work full time, it's it's also difficult to kind of see where the business is going to go or where I want it to be because it's always like I've still got to pay bills. Yeah. You know, that's always in the back of my mind. Um, and I couldn't quit my full-time job to do this because it's not going to pay my bills. Because um, even though I've got a lot of followers, it doesn't necessarily mean that somebody with a lot of followers has makes a lot of money. Um, I enjoy what I do and I hope other people do. But it's just, baby steps for me and I've, I've i've done it all slowly um over a good couple of years and mm. and i found that trying to go into high street shops and bigger shops it just wasn't working so i kind of gave up because it's disheartening getting emails from people saying no it's too niche um so but i enjoy what i do i, I love what i do
0: uh, i know i know a good band shop in uh, kingsbury that might, might stuck his stuff. Um, so Shout shout out to, um, what are they called? Who is there? I can't remember the name, but, um, I think there's some really important things you said there that I just want to tease out a little bit more for everyone listening. So one of them was, you know, sometimes it's n- like goals are important and it is important to have a written plan. But at the same time, I think what's more important is what you said earlier, which is having that spirit and having that, enjoyment factor from what you're doing the second thing that i've i've learned from you today and that you've shared with us is um doing what the work requires so yeah it's not like sexy and fun to have a full-time job making like designs for this random company but it pays the bills and if yeah. if that's what you have to do to start your business or to start the thing you find you're passionate about to whatever it is whatever your thing is go and do that like don't Make excuses. Just make adjustments. Find options to make it work for you, so that um, you know you don't have to create art from a place of scarcity, but where from a place of security, where you know, all right, my bills are paid, and now I've got that period between five to nine PM where I can I can play, I can make random doodles, I can do whatever I want, and and that will carry you forward. And if it takes a while. That's that's totally fine. Like Gary Vaynerchuk, he talks a lot about having micro speed, so on a day-to-day basis, but macro patience over the long term. And I can see that's true of you as well. And um, one of the other things that I see that I've I've noticed that you've talked about a lot is like having your own process and doing things your way without, um, you know, like trying to – Trying to look over the because as you everyone does it, right? I do it too. You look at someone and you think, oh, like maybe I need to do things that way, or maybe I need to set a goal, or maybe I need to change my way of working. But like to everyone listening, if if it's working for you, like why try and fix it if it's not broken? Don't don't look at what other people are doing. And 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 I think the final thing that you said is really powerful is like followers doesn't mean anything. And Somebody can have a nice feed, but you don't know what's going on behind the scenes and you you don't know where they're at. But the main thing for you to focus on is like, A, am I getting enjoyment out of this? Like, Definitely. is this helping me to live my meaningful life that builds my purpose? And that's a really important distinction that I mentioned in the insight course on purpose that I released last week, that you don't follow your passion you build it you don't find your calling you build it step by step with each post with each illustration with each day that you're working in that job so focus on those things and the rest will take care of itself and I, like one of the the most powerful things that you've talked about I, I really love is like the importance of like doing cards your way so you you want to share our culture, you want to talk about the things that are our roots because frankly speaking, most of us in our generation, we've lost that, or we've tried to dilute it down to try and fit into a box that isn't really ours and we didn't create and doesn't really serve us. So why not, um, you know, do what planet parlay has done and make com- like comedy videos about Ras garba Or why not make funny coasters about samosa and chutney because there's a market out there for everything and there's someone out there so um yeah it reminds me of it reminds me of another quote um with eyes to see and ears to listen they will respond so just do your thing and you know the the right people will come find you like definitely you know so yeah like thank you thank you so much for um like spending your Saturday evening with me today. I really appreciate um, your really valuable time. Um, I've had a lot of fun speaking to you today. Um, so just one more time, like for anyone who's listening and they are uh, they want to go follow you. Um, number one, I say this on every, every podcast, um, Dina has given us like an hour of her time. So what is the best way for all of us to repay you and to support you?
1: just enjoy what I do. You don't have to buy it. You know, it's not, no, not
0: no, I, I'm going to go buy, <laughs> go buy it.
1: <laughs> no, you know, share it with your friends and family. Just tell them where you found it. <laughs> um, make them credit. Just make somebody smile.
0: I love it. Such a simple and clear philosophy. Um, and where can people find your social media and website? I know we shared already, but just one more time.
1: um, instagram is probably the best place to find me which is at the playful indian and the website is www.theplayfulindian.com
0: awesome so yeah
1: on on facebook and twitter as well which is the playful indian
0: i um i would definitely send you some pictures because i'm gonna buy some cards soon to share with my family um i really like buying quirky cards that stand out so Um, Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, Thanks again for your time and and for what you do. And for everyone listening, let us know in the comments uh, below, you know, what you've learned today from this conversation and the most meaningful moment from everything that we've discussed. And until then, we'll speak to you next time in the next episode of the Lost in Life podcast. So until then, peace.